Welcome to Is This Real Life? A Bravo podcast that relates our favorite shows to our own lives and the world around us. I'm your host, Mandy Slutsker. Let's get to it. Hi, everyone. I hope you had a good week. You all are in store for a treat because this week's episode is so funny. I laughed so hard recording it that I'm going to have to apologize in advance for how much you guys will hear me giggling and just downright cackling throughout this episode. My guests are Mariana and Nathan from the podcast Bravo Bravo Effing Bravo, and they are effing hilarious. Oh my goodness. Before we get into this week's episode, just wanted to share a few thoughts. First of all, I am going to be covering The Real Housewives of Dubai. A lot of you asked me to do that, and I'm watching, and you're watching, so we're going to be talking about it. And boy, was this week special. I really feel like a star was born with Chanel Ayan. I have loved her from the beginning, from just watching the trailer and especially on Watch What Happens Live this week and in this week's episode, she gave me everything. I mean, looks, laughter, and a really touching personal story. When she opened up about the abuse that she suffered from her father and that he was going to actually marry her off when she was 14 years old, like my heart broke. And that's something that so many girls experience around the world, um, even in the United States. And I am so glad that she um, is bringing attention to that. And I found this scene between her and Sarah just very powerful. And I thought Sarah said something that was so wise, which is when you're triggered, you bleed on the people that didn't cut you. And yeah, I'm just, I'm enjoying Dubai. I know some people aren't feeling it yet, but I feel like I am in, I am excited and I find it intriguing. Now, one of you listeners wrote to me and you used to live in Dubai and are a gay man. And so you talked about what it was like to live there for four years as a gay man. And I wanted to share some of the thoughts that this person um, who didn't want to go on the podcast uh, shared with me. Um, He said that drinking alcohol is actually super relaxed. The only thing you can't do is buy alcohol in regular stores. um, And you can't drink outside in public, like standing outside a bar, but that most hotels, restaurants and bars serve alcohol. And people are big drinkers there. And some Muslims drink, but it depends on kind of their own personal preference and how religious they are. Um, He said, also, there are gay bars in Dubai, which aren't advertised as gay bars, but they take over hotel nightclubs for a night and people know by word of mouth where to go. And he's like, once you get inside, believe me, it's obviously a gay bar and people are uh, flaming and from all over the place. He also said that by Dubai standards, the housewives that they're featuring don't appear that wealthy, except for he believed either the Emirati woman and um, the Lebanese woman are probably the most wealthy. And what else did he say? Oh, he said that it's tax-free if you're not American to live there so that you can 
you know, experience a relatively luxury lifestyle, even if you're not on a top end salary. Um, anyway, so he was like, if you have any questions about the show or about Dubai, you know, let me know. I am happy to fill in whatever I can. So I thought that was fascinating. Absolutely fascinating. If any of you, um, have lived in Dubai as well, please share your thoughts with me. Let me know if you'd want to come on the podcast. And if you have any recommendations of people to be on the pod, uh, please do let me know. Nathan and Mariana are on because they were recommended by someone. And so I love to feature new people and we just had the best time. Um, quick thoughts on Atlanta are that I just think Kenya is such an incredible mother. Mark makes it so difficult to co-parent Brooklyn with her, but she goes above and beyond to make sure that Brooklyn has a relationship with her dad. And I just, I just really give her so much respect for doing that. Um, I also think that Beverly Hills Housewives should be barred from using the term gaslighting. I've talked about that at length. It is so frustrating and annoying when they use the word incorrectly. Um, and I also really enjoyed the send-off that the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills gave Lois. You know, it's so tough to lose a parent at any age, but I feel like the best way to go is on your own terms, you know, and according to your own you know, requests and in your 90s. And so, you know, I'm glad that that's how it ended. Um, you know, unfortunately, it was sad that that her life ended. But I'm so glad that she was able to dictate those last um, few days. Uh, so anyways, uh, hard to pivot. <laughs> but this week is Honestly, I had so much fun talking to Nathan and Mariana. I really hope you all check out their podcast, Bravo, Bravo, Effing Bravo. If you enjoy Is This Real Life with Mandy Slutsker, go ahead, give it a five-star rating and leave a kind review. If you have any constructive criticism, my DMs are open. You can always reach me at Mandy Slutsker on Instagram and Twitter, although I respond to Instagram much quicker. Um, hope you guys have a great week ahead and that you enjoy this show. Uh, we'll take a quick break and be back with Nathan and Mariana. Hi, everyone. I am here with Nathan and Mariana from the podcast Bravo, Bravo, Effing Bravo. They're from the Sydney South Coast in Australia. And I am so excited because they came highly recommended by you guys, listeners. <laughs> you guys love them and you wanted them on. And I'm glad we can make it work with the time zone. How are you guys hey. doing? We're good, hey, Mandy. Mandy. How are you? Hey, Mandy. I like <laughs> Thanks that. Thanks for Mandy. having us. Thanks for coming on. So this I have to blast. ask, how did you guys get into Bravo? And do you consume Bravo through Hey You? I do. Do you, Nathan? I do Hey You and another app called Binge because they are like a Me few too. hours earlier than Hey You. And yeah. we need that content straight away. <laughs> yeah. Yes. If it's like three o'clock in the afternoon and I don't have a meeting, I'll I might slide one on a little early. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like how did you get into especially the US based housewives? Well, they started first, doll. So it was only the US based <laughs> housewives. For me, it was like I was on a plane 
And you know how, like, you can't control what you watch on a plane all the time, like the options. And it was like a Jersey marathon. And I was like, what's this? And then I saw Teresa flip the table and I said, excuse me? And, like, by this point, like, I missed the first few years. Um, But that was the first season. Yeah. Yeah, but I, oh, sorry. I mean, I missed the first few years of, like, OC. I've never watched OC. yes. And then I was, like, a slow adopter. But I think, Mariana, you probably were pretty quick to the mark, right? Yeah, I watched um, OC. I think it was, like, the third episode was out and I saw it and I went and on my computer somehow accidentally managed to find the first two episodes, if you know what I mean. (laughs) So I downloaded them. Back in the day. Back Back in in the the day day when you could download stuff like that. Yeah, exactly. I was just hooked. Hooked. I mean, that. It would, I don't know. I don't know what it was. It was just I saw the Tamra and the Vicky, and I went, "Who are these crazy nutters?" I was obsessed, obsessed. And does it like how do you view? I guess American women like through watching these shows and then actually knowing American women. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in Australia, we have been consumers of American media for. For decades, so it's not foreign to us. It, I think it's more foreign for us to watch Australian produced TV. I don't know. It, it is for me anyway. Oh, How about you? Nathan? So interesting. I will say, when I started watching The Housewives, I was like, "You're all fucking nuts." But right? of course, I understand that it's a certain type of person that's being cast on these shows. And yeah. then when they did Real Housewives of Melbourne and Real Housewives of Sydney, in particular, the Sydney oh. girls were much meaner. They were awful to each other. And so it kind of made the US girls seem a bit nicer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it did. Sydney was so bad that because of, this is what I read, Sydney was so bad, the American, like Bravo or which other channels or whatever, did not want to pick it up for your audience, which is part of the reason why it was axed. That's have you watched was. Sydney, Mandy? I Melbourne? have not. I've seen some <gasps> of Melbourne, Melbourne's but I have awesome. not watched Sydney. Yeah. I mean, the last season of Melbourne wasn't as great, but the seasons before, loved it. Loved it. But Sydney was shite. I thought it was so fun with all the accents. And it's just fun, I think, watching people in another country. It's more interesting to me because it's, Mm -hmm. you know, I don't know. That's why I'm so into Dubai right now because there's so many like little things that I find fascinating and I enjoy learning about. Okay. What do you find fascinating about Dubai? Um, I mean, the little things on how there's uh, certain neighborhoods where only Emiratis can live, right? Yes. And just how they get around some of the Muslim laws. And mm. for example, at the grocery store, how yeah. there's like a non-Muslim section where you can buy pork. And I thought that was amazing that they actually had pork anywhere in Dubai. I was like, why would like that I was that, that, that blew me out. Yeah. And it gave me the sense of like, oh, they know who their consumers are. People consume pork, people consume alcohol, and they're not going to make it that difficult for the consumers that live there to purchase those products. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that is interesting, rather. But, you know, it reminded me of like in Israel where, you know, I don't even know if I, I know that it exists there, but I, Mm. you know, I've been to Israel and I've never seen like pork or shrimp on a menu. No, one would expect it just, you know what would be the need right so just that was just so shocking to see that and then have carolyn stanberry explain how to like buying a property is different there 
That was fascinating. Then I was like, that's really interesting. Why do you need to put so much down? Is it different for if you're Emirati or if you're an expat? Like all those kinds of yeah. That sort of yeah. All of that is just really. Plus, I'm just interested in what it means to live in a desert, and I feel like that's coming when we see them actually in the desert. I've never spent a lot of time in desert. It's like very foreign to me. <laughs> I'm, I can't imagine I'd be a fan of the desert. I don't like the sand from the beach. Like that shit comes home with you. you imagine like living in it? I don't think I'd cope. No, man. Uh-uh. I feel like Dubai, it's it's like a fake desert. Like I know it's a real desert, but because Dubai is so built up and so luxe, it's like it's like a mall. Yeah, The whole city right. is a mall. And right. so it's like artificial be- Disneyland type Dubai. I've only been to the airport in Dubai. Yeah, was it lovely? Yeah, same. Yes, it felt like, I don't know if you guys watched the show when you were younger, but they had uh, uh, When the Flintstones Meet the Jetsons, where they like oh, combine them. Yeah. <laughs> it felt like, memory. like the US was sort of in the Stone Age and mm. Dubai was the Jetsons. And I was like, just trying to understand the technology at the airport. <laughs> That makes sense. Oh, my God, that's hilarious. I love that. (laughs) I love that. Sorry, I couldn't help myself. (laughs) Well, tell me if you guys agree with me, but I really feel like on this week's Real Housewives of Dubai, a star Mm. was born with Chanel Ayan. Agree. She's the standout. 100%. Last week, the first episode, I was just like, I cannot swallow her narcissism. It's nothing entertaining about this. But the second episode, I was just maybe I was more familiar with her. I kind of loved it. What did you think, Nathan? I'm going to be honest with you guys. I kind of think Dubai has been a bit boring. Like, I know it's only been two episodes. It's not connecting with me just yet. I kind of like the fact that it reminds me of old school housewives. You know what I mean? I like that. It's a little blast from the past. It's not so contrived. Well, here's a question for you. Do you think that you connect more with new franchises when the women who are filming when they're filming don't know they're filming for a Housewives show? So like Potomac didn't know. um, Dallas didn't know. I'm trying to think of the others that became Housewives. So the first seasons are always a little different, but you get – maybe a more natural Okay, now I'm thinking that maybe Dubai, there's a disconnect because it's too contrived. Potentially. When when I think it was Brooks said in our friend group, I was like, oh, they've watched every season, every franchise. When you use that term. Yeah. Mm, So that makes me a little bit apprehensive to how real, I guess, any of it is. See, I'm a Carolyn Stanbury stan. I watched her on Ladies of London. This bitch watched the show three times through because I couldn't get enough once it was canned. <laughs> like, I, like, she's the bitch that I wish I was. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. The shit Do you also wish says, you had a gay husband? He is okay. not gay. He's a gay. <laughs> He's, he's, he's on the gay. team. I'm sorry. No, really Why much? are people saying that, he's Nathan? He's feminine. No, no. He's a gay European. does going ding, ding, ding. Okay, All these gay, gay men are telling sorry. me that too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, I'm going to shut up. Straight people don't have that strong opinions about smoothies. I'm sorry. 
They don't. Yeah, see, my boyfriend's like that. He has a fucking opinion about every little bit of decor that comes in the house. But so, you know, Sergio is really famous, right? Because he yes. was on. Uh, he he was played Re- in Real team. Madrid. Yeah, yeah. He played for Real Madrid, which is huge. Like Spanish, like I do, like football. And at first, first, I think I thought he. I think I said last time on our potty, Nathan, that he would did Premier League, but of course, um, he did. Went over my head. Spanish, like football, i.e., soccer, is huge league, like internationally. Like I people know. will wake up at ridiculous o'clock in Australia to watch Spanish league. So people he do here huge, too. He was a, exactly. He was a huge star, and he's not with her for her money. His family has money. Like I'm not saying they've got twenty million dollars, but they probably got ten. You know what I mean? Okay. So he's not with her for a coin. Well, a listener of mine who lived in Dubai for four years and is a gay man was telling me a lot of different things, including how it's not as anti-gay as you would think. It's Mm. like how there's gay bars, but they're just not labeled as gay bars. You just kind of know where to go, but no one's no one's hiding it sort of a situation. No one's getting arrested in Dubai. Um, So my, see, I have to follow up with him, but my personal Hmm. feeling about it is because I've lived in a Muslim country before where Hmm. there tends to be different rules if you're an expat, right? you know, and so I, because so many, the majority of the population in Dubai are expats, like who are they really going to go after for breaking certain laws? And they also seem to be sort of like, progressing pretty quickly right right? because of the capitalist nature of the country right yeah and just how many people are coming from places where they you you can be gay and you know openly with that you know so is is it the case that as long as someone isn't flaunting it and being respectful in that way then they're left alone i mean he was basically like we flaunt it I wear kind of, yeah, it was like a totally different um, perspective. But his main takeaway was that he didn't think these women, other than Nina, were all that wealthy. (gasps) Right. And that was what I wanted to tell you. I don't know if I can fully absorb that, but he said for Dubai, like this, the the people that are the wealthiest would never want to be on a show. No, and, of course not. But that's right. that's, the, that's, that's the case. true of anywhere. Case, yeah. yeah. Although but, with Beverly Hills, Diana right. is that wealthy and she yes. is being on a show. So, you know, but she was he was saying that he thinks that they're like even the houses and stuff that in the places mm-hmm. that they're filming are not as high end as he would have thought, especially by Dubai standards. I've I've gathered that. I gathered that from watching the show. I'm like, these people have some millions. They don't have tens of millions. I mean, that's that's true of most French women on these shows, as you said, apart from Beverly Hills. I get the impression that, you know, in Arrested Development, how they live in the model home. And it's like everything's a little bit fake. <laughs> yeah. That's the impression I get. With you know how on this Real Housewives of Salt Lake, yeah. <laughs> none yeah. of them really live in their homes. Exactly. No, I mean, come on, at least fucking put a picture frame or something. We're not that something stupid. Something or a different shade of white. <laughs> yes. Isn't that like the way with all these franchises? We just need a different I mean, shade of white. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> Some just... of the houses you can tell that they're set, like set dressed and stuff. Yeah. And that would make sense in Dubai in particular if there are a lot of rules on who can live where and where you can yeah. film and, and all of that. Yeah. So so I, I yeah. would get that. Um, okay. <laughs> Do you guys agree that Nina's fashion is mashed potatoes with no butter? No, I think she's just conservative. I like Nina. That I'm sorry. I'm going to be really superficial. Nina is stunning. And because she is that yeah. beautiful, I mean, the work that that girl has done on her face, her doctors, they're as good as Dolores's because she looks beautiful. So I like her now because she's hot. I'm sorry. I'm superficial. That's how I feel about Sarah. Oh, yeah. She's, she's, she's a cutie. I haven't. Have we seen a housewife with a nose ring before? I don't know, but it's she's beautiful. Progress, finally, <laughs> progress in costume. Oh, <laughs> uh, I, don't, I don't know. I, I, it's the kind of thing that I get it, Nathan. I get what you're saying that it's a bit boring-ish, and that I'm not really connecting with them. But I just, for some reason, I can't stop watching it. I have this thing like I think I'm gonna love it. I don't know. I I'm I'm watching it, sure. <laughs> Just not loving it. Okay. I love Ayan and I've loved her from the second I saw the like, you know, two minute promo or whatever really? for Yes. And I think it's because like she's Kenyan, she's Somali Kenyan. Yeah. And I spent some time in Kenya. Like I used to travel sure. a lot for work and I just I like there's something so familiar. About yeah. her to me, not in the fact that. that she's like a supermodel, that kind of stuff, but the cadence with which she talks yes, and how biting her humor is, mm-hmm. is something that I find amazing. And when she was talking about goats, like, yes, yes. that is a thing in certain parts of Kenya. But Certainly, don't bring me a motherfucking goat, please. Right, but like in the middle of Dubai to bring a goat. I know. <laughs> and, what, then, what the f- and like what as the f- a gift. What like, is that fucking thing going to eat? There well, is no Lisa grass in Dubai. Keep the goat. <laughs> <laughs> like, what do you do if someone brings you a, a goat as a as a gift at a dinner party? I mean, I would keep it. I absolutely adore goats, and I do have a park that is in need next door that's in need of a mow, so that probably would suit me. But there is no grass unless you like, you know, put a planter box in the Dubai. What the fuck and is this guy going to eat? Like- you know when you ha- someone gives you a gift and then every time they come over, you're like, oh, I have to put that vase out that they <laughs> yeah. gave me. Yeah. So now, like, every yeah. time she comes over, she's like, oh, where's the goat? Got to bring out the goat. <laughs> to bring the goat on the front lawn. <laughs> but that yeah. chick said that she was the first thing she thought of was making curry out of the goat. So is the goat curry now? <laughs> so like- on Watch What Happens Live, Ayan said we have to keep watching. To see what say, happens with the goat, because which is why I think they eat the, the last goat we've seen of the goat. I mean, it was a cute goat. It was black with the little white socks, or vice versa. It was adorable. They I'm down always, for a goat. You know, open a goat yoga studio. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you can always do with a goat yoga. Yeah, I'm not up for like the. I think in the preview for the next episode, there was a bit where they go and get some sort of like. Um, treat like body treatments or whatever you know the thing where they put the machine on the stomach and it's supposed to like it's so annoying it's like like, it's like you guys doing thirty thousand crunches uh whatever complete bullshit want to try it though i know oh hell yeah (laughs) 
But Same. it's like, are they going to be recycling every fucking activity that is so housewives from like 10 years ago? Because, again, I don't need to see that. I don't need to see the goat yoga. If you go and throw hammers, I'm tapping out. I can't deal. Just fucking sit, drink, and bitch. I don't need your physical activities. Sorry. I hate the physical activities. I do want to see, is it fal- the falcon thing that they do in the desert? I don't know what, what that bird the is. Falconry? I, I have no idea what you call it. it. It is. Is it the bird with the little thing over its eyes? Yeah. And then they like then hold falcon- it, like two fingers falconry. out. And they- <laughs> I'm excited yeah. to see that. That's interesting to me. Oh, I don't know if I'm in. Oh, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. I just don't care. I don't we like tend it when to not they like make animals. Okay. Like <laughs> animals being used. We love animals. Yeah, we, we don't love like animals. animal activities. Yeah, animal activities. Into- and yeah. what was the housewives where they were like swimming with pigs? Or is that is that on The Bachelor that that happened? They do that and, at the Bahamas. Was it in the Bahamas? Yeah, probably. I'm to remember. And yeah, that was. I love pigs. I'd swim with a pig. Yeah, I'd swim with a pig. <laughs> but I wouldn't want to make the pig do anything for me. I just want to observe. Piggies are yeah. Right. Or yeah. there was um, a time where housewives were, again, I don't remember where, um, on horseback in the ocean. And then oh, yes. they like started shitting. Like the horses someone started shitting. I think <laughs> and then someone was, started, they fell off into like that, the shit water. Was that the Potomac? Sh- yes. I keep thinking it was Jersey, but I think you're right. It might have been Potomac. God, I hope it was Candace who fell in. Or did Jennifer Aiden <laughs> fall in? I don't know. Yeah, I have no idea. Or Gina. Think... It seems like Gina from OC would fall Probably in. Probably all of them. For some reason, I've got a thing like it's Jersey, but when you said Potomac, I'm like, maybe it was Potomac. I don't think it was Potomac. I think, it, right. I think it was Jersey. Yeah, yeah, I think it was Jersey. Who cares? Oh. Speaking of Potomac, you guys had uh-huh. some questions about the yes. locations of yes. the women's houses. Let's let's they, actually take a little keep detour. Traveling. They keep traveling for like an hour and they do this four-hour fucking round trips for lunch. Crossing state lines. <sighs> well, everyone in the DMV, which is what we call like it's like D.C., Maryland, Virginia. Oh, um, that's what that means. That's what I thought that, that means. Was where you, I thought that was where you renewed but your license. you get a license. license. It's yeah. also yeah. that. Patty and Selma at the DMV. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Not confusing at all. But in the D.C., Virginia, Maryland area, you're constantly crossing state lines because right. – if you live in D.C., you travel to see friends in Virginia, you go to get certain things in Maryland, you know, right. it's it's not that far from each other. But that's insane to women us. live very far from each other. OK, give me the breakdown. Where does everyone live? Okay, yeah, so, so when, Wendy moved. So she moved further away. Is that correct? I actually don't know that she moved. I, I don't I haven't. I Wendy try not lives to follow work. too much in the off season. <laughs> Which like, university does Wendy work in? Because that's where she's moved to. She's moved closer to work, the uni that she worked oh, at. Oh, she works uh, in Baltimore at Johns Hopkins well, that's, University. So that's, that's actually, where she's, she's getting to. closer. Um, oh. She was so far north in Maryland that she was closer right. to Delaware and Pennsylvania than she Yuck. was to D.C., what the fuck she undoing on the show then? I have no idea. Yes, I, I hate Wendy. And she acts Wendy. like she's part of this like DC circle because she goes on like the, the news sometimes, but right, she's not course. a main commentator. No. And we all zoom in now. Get over it, Wendy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. So um 
the only one that actually lives in Potomac right now is Karen Huger. Right. So she she lives in Potomac. And right next to Potomac, uh, near there, is Bethesda, which is a really nice... It's it's right north of D.C. It's a Mm -hmm. super fancy area. That's where Giselle has a house. Isn't that where, like, the CIA is or something? Oh, no, that's in Virginia. But the NIH is in Bethesda. Oh, right. I knew it was one of them. Yeah. Yeah. Dr. (laughs) Fauci works in Bethesda. That's right. Okay. And so Giselle and Karen probably live closest to one another. And then the next closest is Ashley, who actually lives in Virginia, but it's right across the river from DC. It's not like you can just like far. You can see it totally. Okay. Okay. She can see DC from that. Unless she moved out, who knows where she lives now. I mean, I Maybe hope she took, but I hope she took those <laughs> coins with her. I've been watching like a couple of her reels or TikToky, whatever thing is. She is looking gorgeous. She's so stunning. One of my friends actually sees her all the time at the park with her what? kids. It's, yeah, it oh. took him months to figure out that it was a housewife because wow. he like that's you know, a disappointment. Not his, your, not something your, he watches friend, regularly, but he your friends cut. That's yeah. it. He's off the list. He's <laughs> off the Christmas card list. He has not taken photos for us. But he has kids the same age, like the same <gasps> amount. Of, Get them in the same so school. Yeah. So he could like talk right? to her about kid crap. Well, that's what they were doing. And then afterwards he figured out no. that, yeah, he was like, oh yeah, for five months I've seen this like one woman. Her husband's and never he, there. Duh. It's always, oh, well. you know. He's he's probably at home in a wheelchair. Like, fuck. <laughs> he, he's about to kick the bucket that way. on grinder. That, that is... But, I actually would believe that. Yeah. Ew. He's so gross. And blech. he just makes me like shut up. I and don't not care in that him at I all. think he's gay. I just think he's creeping around. Oh, you know that he's creeping around and that he's yeah. like trying to find Grab people and, and different. Yeah. Explain to me this because I, one of my partner has a friend like this and they have this like Mr. Burns look from like The Simpsons. <laughs> so I'm like. I look, I believe in attraction to like an energy as opposed to just someone's physicalness, right? So I've probably like, you know, gone down on some not that hot dudes, but on what planet would anyone want to suck face with him? He Speak would your literally truth, Mariana. Speak your truth. He you can would cut literally this, <laughs> turn me off my breakfast. So, He's turning me off my breakfast. I Ew. think she Ew. met him when she was very young. Like she was married to him at 25, maybe? Like so was she she, met she... him when she was maybe 22. And we know that she didn't have a relationship with her father. And so I feel Neither like did I, honey, but come I on. No, but I feel like for whatever reason and her father is also a white man. That's true. And I feel like for whatever reason, like this was sort of, I don't it know, this gave like, her a comfort bonds. in some way. Yeah, yeah I don't know. Something psychological was going on there because I well, think yeah. she Speaking really did on love behalf him. of Australia, we apologize <laughs> for Michael Garvey. Oh, oh. <laughs> and no offense, but we don't want him back. You keep him. Keep him. Keep him. Keep him away. Oh, oh my God. Maybe we can Michael just ship Darby. him to New Zealand. <laughs> I am so oh. excited for the next season of Potomac. Oh, and then Candace lives southeast of dc so in order to get to candace's house from potomac you have Mm -hmm. to go around the entire beltway which is this like massive highway network that goes hours yeah yeah that's why her song's called drive back she's always (laughs) driving back home for hours 
So she's kind of in the South. And then you've got Mia and Wendy that live in Baltimore, which is right. like. Forgot all about Mia. On a good day. Oh, and the other one. What's the other one? The one that Robin. I always think. Yes. The one. Oh, what, and the Robin. Fuck is she on the show? I don't know where Robin's house is. I think is. Robin I th- built a house near Baltimore. Because it's definitely that's where farther. Yeah. That's where her husband coaches college basketball, right? He, in Maryland. I don't know if it's oh, okay, in Baltimore. Right. Yeah, oh, for okay. maybe Towson. I can't remember. Something like that. Yeah, Some I can't university. So She's so forgetful. Th- <laughs> I like why Robin, is- actually. I don't know why. Robin doesn't bother me in terms of like, I'm not like get her off my TV, but I'm also like, why is she getting paid? For what? I like her little For commentary. <laughs> when she was dancing at his game, do you remember like when mm. she was like yeah, yeah. Dan- doing yeah, yeah. cheerleader moves? I was yeah. like, get it, Robin. Like, really? I, I want to see her separate from Giselle. I want I don't want her only to be the like Robin to Giselle's Batman. Batman. You know? Yeah. Agreed. Like I want to see her on her own and have some of her own relationships, including with people that maybe Giselle doesn't like. I'm kind of yeah. tired of like the same dynamic. But I'm just yeah, they, tired of those they cats. all live quite far from one another right. in a way that is just wild. And I, I think it'd be more common on Beverly Hills just because Los Angeles is massive. Yeah, it's in huge. size. Yeah. But D.C. and Maryland are nowhere near as massive in size as Los Angeles is spread out. I'm just – I find it astounding that they couldn't find five, six, seven women who actually lived in Potomac that wanted to be on the TV. D.C., this area, is really notoriously difficult to cast because most right. people do not want their business out on television – and is that because a lot of them work within the political space? Yeah. Just because that's why or, they live there, Or so their husband or their, yeah. you know, someone else in their family yeah. does. Yeah. Sure. There's a lot okay. of connections. It's just not a town where I think even the Real Housewives of D.C., they weren't in D.C. They were. Right. You're not going to find people that are that connected to power go on mm. TV. Of course. No, I wouldn't expect so. But right. Yeah. So basically, you're saying that's the only reason one would want to live there. <laughs> I mean, work. most people live here for like work reasons, right? Again, or, it's the same family, in our capital you know? city. Yeah. Like, why the hell would Canberra, anyone want to live right? in Canberra unless they had to work yeah. there? I mean, there's like two coffee shops that are nice that, and go to the art gallery. There's no but reason for Canberra. DC other than that. has its own culture and is okay. really cool, I think. Mm-hmm. And it also has a really large black population. Mm-hmm. And I love that Candace shows some of that culture. Like she got yeah. her degree at, like she went to Howard, Howard. which is we all know she went to fucking Howard, <laughs> which She'll I live us. like right near Howard University, so I, I love that. Cool. But she also brought up like go go music, which is like yes. distinct to DC, and it is, so there's yes. like a lot of cool things. And I love when they showcase that kind of stuff. But I can't yeah. imagine what it must be like to have to drive like from like north of Baltimore to come to downtown DC to film like i know just to go have lunch somewhere and then right? and then only order a fucking salad oh i no wonder they're cranky let's sit in the car all day and eat a freaking salad i'm just cranky thinking about it yeah but do you guys have a favorite franchise in the u.s new york was a golden goose for a long time me the last too. season did sour on us but yeah me you too. can't beat a good new york season that's true. Yeah. I don't know. Now that New York sucks, probably Potomac is the one that gives me life. 
And Salt Lake was fantastic as well. Oh, yeah. Salt Lake was great. But I think my thing is trying to figure out which is my favorite is when, because, you know, some of them will for us come out on the same day of the week and I'm looking at my app going, which one do I want to watch first? If, if Potomac's out, that's probably the one I'm watching first. And that's my favorite, but it's also probably because I live in the area and I feel like everyone oh, yeah, that lives in the area, it's, it's just fun <laughs> to be able to be like, oh, I know where that is or I know where sure. they're filming or that kind yeah. of stuff is fun. Of course. I felt like that when we'd watch Melbourne because obviously, yeah. we, you know, we've all been to Melbourne if we live here. So, and I'd be like, oh, I know that place. That's not cool. Why are they going there? <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. Well, they're like going there because they got permission to film there. No shit. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. But as like Potomac has gained more like viewers and all of that, they start filming at better and better locations. Okay. I get you. So the first season, it was like shit, but it's gotten a lot better. That's good because I can't have another event in Giselle's driveway. I I draw the line. (laughs) Oh, my God. You know, I've been to the winery where the Monique <gasps> and Candace fight was. A bunch, ground. Of, a bunch <sighs> of podcasters from the Maryland and D.C. area met up there, and we actually of recreated course. the fight. It's on <gasps> my oh, Instagram. Joyous. Oh, my God. Uh, okay. About a year how ago. We, it how, was oh, That's why I haven't seen it. So okay. fun. And <sighs> the, who got the drink thrown at them and who threw it back? Well, who I was Ashley in the bathroom. It was Robin picking up cheese. It was Robin cleaning up. That was, was cute. I did like the, the fact that Robin's picking up cheese. So funny. And <sighs> that barn where they were in is like mm-hmm. way more rustic than it looked on the show. Ooh. There is no air conditioning. There is no Ooh. fans. In, we were there on a hot day. So it was like stale air Ooh. and no one was in there. But they, they opened it up for us. Right. <laughs> Oh my god, that's hilarious! <laughs> and it's we were so like, jealous. how many people come here just because it's where the fight happened? They're like, yeah. a decent number, considering yeah. it's basically like a, you know a country barn, right? What the fuck were they filming there? Well, I remember I looked up the wine. And it's it was a nice really winery, cute. right? I looked up the wine for Nathan because he laughs every time I Google absolutely everything because I I want to know the level of um, excess of the places they're visiting so that basically I can go, oh, my God, you're just like us poor people. So I was like, the winery is okay, but the booze is like 20 bucks a bottle. Big whoop. Like, why go oh, there? Oh, that's all the wine in this area. I mean, it's, oh, okay. this is not like a place known it's for wine. wine. Country, it's sure. not It's you. not Napa yeah. Valley. <laughs> okay, fickle, fickle, fickle. Okay. Most states in the U.S. have produced wine. Yeah. It's not actually good. Right, which is uh, why like if you coffee. get wine from like our coffee, if you go to a restaurant and you see an American wine, if it's from Oregon or California, it's usually good. Right, but other places I wouldn't recommend. Okay, mm-hmm. fair enough. And yeah, this is cool. me personally, and I don't want to get hate for that. Someone's oh. like a winemaker, <laughs> like you know, oh, really? like, oh. please don't come for me. But you know, I love that. Um, people can come for me all day i have no problem with that come for me (laughs) all you like oh i wish i didn't read all the dms but when when people get upset like i feel bad that i made someone feel bad oh of course you know and then i'm like oh and i feel like i have to try to explain myself but i don't want to 
because yeah. I don't think that's, well, I have, you know. I have no problem if, like, if I've upset someone, I'm happy to, like, listen to their criticism because I, I get that. I'm so abrasive. Of course I'm going to offend someone. Yeah. Like, that's a Tuesday for me. It's <laughs> wild what people get upset about, though. Oh, yeah. Sometimes things I wouldn't even clock, but it also has to do with, like, where people are emotionally sure. when they're of listening course. to you yeah. and like the littlest the thing that you think is so little is like not a big deal to you but to them and yeah. where they are that day it does make sure. a difference yeah I mean I'd never want to make like really upset anyone but when someone's just because I'm on my rants on the show all the time and for me that's fun sometimes I'm like bitch you're just on a rant you go for it you curse me out I'm cool <laughs> But it's so interesting because I'm just thinking aloud now, but however many years ago, like 15 years ago, like did we have so many different ways to get in touch with people and tell them we don't like them? Yeah, no way. No. Right? I still remember the little phone. Did it did one? Did it did two? Like that was my phone. You don't need to date yourself that much. But it feels like if people want to tell you something mean, it's so easy to do it now. You can do it through just yeah. like all these different forms mm-hmm. of social media. If you have a business, they can like go on your business and give you like a one star review, that's even though they've never rude. been there. That, that is kind so of stuff. Rude. See, and I that's thought like, I was a scenic Tuesday. I'd never do that. I hate Kyle Richards, and I will on our podcast say that I hate her, but I'm not going to message her on Instagram. Yeah, or, or tag yeah, her. Well, yeah, I don't tag her. But I do want her to die in a fire. Oh, my God, Nathan! (laughs) I hate her. Why? Oh, she's the worst. She is as fake as press on nails. She's a manipulator. (laughs) She's a schemer. She doesn't have her own drama of her own. She's um, she's, um, riding the coattails of Paris Hilton. She needs to go. Enough. (laughs) Really? Taylor Armstrong, enough of Kyle Richards. I Go do the splits at a Great Gatsby party on your own time, not on <laughs> oh my TV. Oh, my God. That makes every time he rants, it just makes me cry from laughter. It's so funny. It. Well, I want to do a hard pivot to Atlanta because okay. I got to get all of your thoughts on Atlanta. Is there anyone uh-huh. on Atlanta you, you think needs to die in a fire? <laughs> no. No, I don't. I don't feel that strongly about them, but I do think this drop it with Drew needs to be investigated by a higher power. There needs to be some sort of... It needs to be like a Elizabeth Warren's like mm-hmm. uh, yes. Consumer Protection Bureau. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> Royal Commissioner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I think, sh- I think um, she's got to go. I actually think that I like Drew sort of... I like her, but it's like adjacent. So I think she's got to go off the show. Like she's given me nothing because everyone else is giving me a lot of something, a lot. Like I stand Kenya so hard. I love her. I, I was like actually shocked the first time that I heard shit talk about Kenya. I was like confused, going, "Oh my god, there are people out there who don't love her." I was so confused. Obsessed. I love her. I feel Yay! like we wouldn't have as much drama though without Drew this season. It all seems True. to center around her. True. Now, yeah, I wonder if her and her husband are sort of like Dorit and PK in terms of like they're kind of con people. 100%. You know? Yeah, with their Ponzi scheme. But not as likable. Like I find Dorit and PK, I find PK endlessly likable. 
right now. <laughs> I didn't like him in the beginning. Now I love him. I have a crush him. on PK Mandy. Bubblish. <laughs> <laughs> I find him so funny. Is it He's, the accent? No, it's like the weird shit he says. Right. When I think he doesn't realize. It was the realize... operate on the ankle scene that did it, right? That That's where I That was my turned. favorite. Yes. You can That's tell true. he's got a good sense of humor. I've also heard interviews with him. It's clear right. he really loves his family. Okay, and it, like, it, I think deep down, like he is a, a good person, you know? I just don't know if he likes to pay his bills. Oh, no, he doesn't. But the people who he's taking money from don't bother me as much. It's not like he's like taking from like sure. widows and orphans. It's like banks. Sure. <laughs> That's where we and, draw the line. And and he's going to like um, Vegas and borrowing randomly yeah, borrowing money from people I, in Vegas who seem to have money. I mean, we all know who that is. Come on, dude. Pay who, those people back. Which housewife <gasps> was like. Maybe that's why they broke into the house. It was PK owing someone money. <gasps> Could that be it? There's a there's a lot of break-ins in that area. In oh. there's a lot of home invasions in the Los Angeles area. This is not oh. an unusual situation. What's unusual oh, okay. is that they didn't put their, you know, home warning system oh, on. They, yeah, they didn't put it on. Yeah, I, I look. I get that. I understand that people who have little kids when they are going to bed, they, right? Um, they, um, I have friends who, when they bought their house, they had such an issue trying to get their alarm system split so that upstairs and downstairs you was could different. turn downstairs and yeah. eventually they just had to rip the whole thing out and get a new one for that reason because the kids right. were getting up at night setting the alarm off so they'd turn it off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You would think that Ugh. Dorit and PK would have a system whereby off upstairs on downstairs. It makes sense, right? Yeah. Well, they faked it, so, you know. <gasps> Nathan's been saying that a lot. <laughs> you really bar. think that? No, I don't think it, but it's no. fun to say. I, I sure, don't, you don't think it? I don't think so at all. I don't think so either. I, I, I she's mean, so I'm, traumatized. I feel, I feel see, terrible. that bothers me that she's traumatized. I do feel terrible, but the therapy session, like, I get it. We've seen the therapies on all of these shows with the marriage counseling. Not going to lie, if you hate the character and they're going through tough trouble in, in their marriage counseling, it's funny. I know that's bad, but it is. But this woman has been through a devastatingly traumatic yeah. event. We don't need to see that therapy. I don't I don't know who that's helping. Maybe it is, but for me, I was just like, bitch, like how narcissistic are you that you want the camera here for your traumatic therapy session? Well, I think the cameras literally just follow them like while yeah. they're filming to different things. I, and I think I production is like, well, this is what you're doing. We're going to show it. And then if it's compelling enough television, they put it in the episode. And for I wouldn't what- let them in my therapy session. I'd be like, no, yeah. off limits. But I yeah. suppose that's what you're saying is they can't be off limits. I think, you know, I think Dorit and Lisa Rinna in particular take their jobs very seriously and allow people in even at times that we think would not be appropriate. Right? Okay, I disagree with you a little bit there because not that Lisa Rinna doesn't take her job seriously. I get that she takes every bit of work seriously. But in the last X amount of years, apart from her daughter's eating disorder, what of Rinna's life have oh, we actually seen? I agree Nothing. with you. I just mean Nothing. like she's showing up to film sure, the, the sure. day after her mom died. And that 100%. is not normal. <laughs> no, agreed. <laughs> I agree you know, with you. And, yes. and Dorit filming immediately after this is also, like, not normal. It's like... No, agreed. But, so they're willing to put themselves out there in their most vulnerable moments mm-hmm. in a way that 
I w- don't think is like hell no. Like, I wouldn't very, be doing this shit. I don't know. I love talking about them, but there's no fucking way I'd be doing oh that. Oh my show. god, never, never, never. Even to like circle back to Atlanta, this Sheree <laughs> moment, she by herself, like I felt so bad oh, for her. And in that moment, I was like, god. I bet she wants to just say to the cameras, "Fuck off!" But oh, totally. To an be a fly on that wall, thirty-four so minutes. I would not wait an hour and thirty-four minutes for my girlfriend, let alone a booty call. Like, but she no, was, I think she oh. loved only in Philadelphia to see him. There was no other reason she was in that city. And she didn't have to fly until later that day. So where else was she going to go? And Oof. she said when she was talking to Kenya, she said, why didn't he tell me I spoke to him this morning? I thought she hadn't connected with him that day. But she actually spoke to him before she left New York to go to Philly and he didn't say shit. He's got another girlfriend. So obvi. So obvious. Also, maybe he doesn't want to be on camera. I did think that. I did think that as well. But, but then you say can that. say that. Exactly. Exactly. Like Dolores' yeah. ex-boyfriend continuously yes. was like, I don't want to be on camera. <laughs> yeah, which is fair call. I wouldn't, yeah. They I mean, should have just done that thing where they blur the face and do the voice modulator. <laughs> or they could have so, just put great. an... They could have just put an eggplant over his face. We know Bravo loves an eggplant. Eggplant emoji all the way. Especially on on Atlanta. Um, What do you guys think of Candy making the women wear the vibrating panties to the play Thoughts of a Colored Man? Take it away, Nathan. Wrong time and a place. I'm all for a vibrating panty. But this is Broadway. Like, (laughs) I'm sorry. Put respect on the Broadway. I know. It's like your Mecca, right? Yes. Yeah, fair call. I mean, I I would, I thought it was a cute gift. I don't think she made them. I think she was like, let's do this together. It'll be funny. And so potentially that's where the peer pressure came. But, I mean, lighten up, Marlo. Like, wear the panty, don't wear the panty, or be sly like Sheree, wear the panty and leave the remote control upstairs. I just don't know why that night they did it. Like, it'd be different if they were yeah. just going to dinner, but going Correct. to a play and going to yeah. a play with the content that uh-huh. that play had yeah. is like not. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know. It, it's so awkward. Yeah, the okay. whole idea I, is awkward to me, even having someone else's husband controlling when you're vibrating. Well, that <laughs> was, that was, I think that so was weird. an unfortunate accident. I think she didn't kind of realize, hang on a sec, we're all going to be in close proximity. The remote controls aren't that technologically advanced. But I thought they were giving them to different people. Like Marlo's not there with a partner. Oh, Kenya's not the, there with a partner. Yeah. No, I think sh- what happened was, is that the, because the remotes, they're not like microchip to a particular panty. It was because they were... <laughs> Close in close proximity that when one of them was pressing the remote for his wife, someone else's panty went off. And that's when she was like, oh, shit, I didn't, kind of didn't think of that. At that point, I'd be getting like some freaking nail clippers that, you know, someone's got in their bag and cutting up the fucking panty. No, man, no thanks. Do you yeah. think Candy just did it because she's like worried that at the end of the show they won't give a standing ovation, whereas if she activated all their panties, they'd go, ah, and they'd stand up? Maybe. Speaking of which, so I know like in the episode they kept going on about how great ticket sales are, blah, blah, blah. So I was curious and I went to like look at some reviews for the play. Ouch. No bueno. 
Really? really? I thought it sounded yeah. like it would be good. I've heard really good things about it. Well, I read reviews. Now, I don't know. I mean, because they did say one particular review was good. I did read like the Times, like the New York Times, which I know their, their reviewers always eviscerate plays. Always. Um, but there were quite a few of, you know, I'm obviously not from America, so I don't know what publications are the more like reputable. I just know the famous ones. So all the famous publications, like, ouch, bad reviews. And then, really? it, yeah. Well, well it closed the early. Are tomorrow, so we'll see. It closed are, early. Are they nominated? I don't know. No, I the play closed early and know. they blamed COVID, which is Well, I fair. think that is legitimate, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, the reviews were not good. I don't know. I didn't A see bunch it of plays was... closed during Omicron because literally everyone got it. And yeah. so they, you, like, can't operate yeah. a play when, you know, of half course. of your crew is out. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. Do you think they'll get a Tony nomination? I'm not I sure. Like I don't I follow as closely. I need to ask Donnie, um, real Donnie Wood on Instagram. Yeah. He yeah, yeah. is like knows all the Bravo stuff and he okay. ushers on Broadway and he Oh like, wow. Yeah. And Ooh, I think yeah. he was at the was at the Tonys last year, I think he ushered at the Tonys. Ooh, so I'll definitely ask him. And then final question from Atlanta is what do you think of Sonia, both as a housewife, but then also of how she's handling the situation with Drew? Oh, yeah. It's like, babe, you're on a TV show. It's going to get brought up. Like, of course, Drew or whatever is not going to pull you aside and have a private chat. That's not what this is about. So catch up. Mm -hmm. But I thought she brought it up. It was just like a weird time. Well, I mean, she did kind of try to say, I'm bringing it up now because I didn't have time to bring it up later. Before, sorry. And she obviously could have. I mean... She's bringing it up because she's coming across boring and her producers told her you need to step it up. This is what I think's happened because all of a sudden in that room, she starts giving Drew the what for. And I'm like, where the fuck have you been for like four episodes? Mm-hmm. Now, she's been bitching about she's... Drew to everyone but Drew. Well, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Classic. And I thought they were friends. So I'm glad now we're getting the insight that they were pretend friends. So, yeah, I yeah. think most of these people aren't real friends. No, they're not. And this is the problem, I think, with Beverly Hills. We have a group of women that are actually friends and they're making bad for bad TV because we're hearing all about Erica's legal woes because it's all over the country. But what happened with the Dorit and PK shit? What's happening? Like, Lisa Rinna's getting sued right now. No one's fucking talking about it. Like, what the fuck? I want to know the gossip. Wait, what's Lisa Rinna getting sued for? Oh, I didn't look into it. Ronald Richards on um, Twitter and oh, Instagram that man going is on about shady it. as hell. I don't trust I a single thing that comes out of it. Oh, I don't either. But I still want to. Fa- again, he'll sometimes pass some of the legal stuff for me, and it's a good way for me to just go. Okay, what does that mean? I'll check out what Ronald Richards is saying because I want to know what that whole thing I means. Do you think when you have a certain level of wealth and fame, you are either always being sued or suing? Oh, yeah. Yeah, and of course. That's why I feel like it's more on Beverly Hills than the others because they just have more wealth. And they've had mm. more product. Like, that's the thing. Like, they're all capitalizing on the housewife stuff and trying to generate product so that they're creating real wealth, you know, making money when you're doing nothing, right? So, if you have more products, of course, partners, ex partners, finances, financiers, and all that, they're going to come out of the woodwork for sure. Yeah. 
When you guys were watching in Australia this week, Real Houses of Beverly Hills, did you have a large Jurassic Park logo in the top right corner of the screen? No, we didn't. <laughs> but I saw all what? the screen grabs and I was like, that is so jarring. It I was get it. so hard to pay attention because it was a very large logo. What yes. was that for? Like advertising or something? A promo for some Jurassic something at Jurassic World, Jurassic, Jurassic Park, Park Jurassic, I don't know. On Housewives? I it was just like know. stuck. That's you know how it, like you get rude. a logo stuck on the corner of a TV screen? Yeah, like yeah. That. It was yeah, the whole oh, episode. The whole episode. So they clearly paid some big money for that. Oh, that's bullshit. How is much audience crossover is there between Jurassic Park and Housewives? I mean, original Jurassic Park, probably 100%. At mm. this point of Jurassic World, where it's like the seventh Jurassic uh. Park movie, probably very low. Yeah, right. it's like the fucking Pirates movies. Gross. The first one was amazing. It's mm. one of my favorite, mm. you know, the original. Right. But Original Jurassic Park. That was like in 1994. <laughs> Shit, I'm old. Fuck. <laughs> I'm so old. That felt like a few years ago. You know, when you get old and everything feels like a few years ago. I know. I yeah. know. Uh, um, Mandy, all right. Are you yeah. up to date with the Patrick Summers of it all? Yes. Ooh. What? What? what do you, what's your take on him? Is he like Ron Richards? Is he a sham or is he yeah. legit? No, I don't think he's legit at all. People yeah, can't. So you find... think the whole story was bullshit? Yeah. No. <laughs> Who would do that? Like, I'm housewives I, obsessed. How did he get Rina's number, though? That is the ultimate question I have. See, this is what I was wondering. So my take on it, because I caught up a little bit, was that the, him being shady might be like a PR juggernaut from, like, um, uh, Rina and Kathy or either or. Because my question is, how do we explain how he has Rena's number? Like, you're not just going to be Googling that shit. No, but if he has friends who are in production or, like, someone leaked a number, there's a way to get the number. And then once he got it, he decided to do something. I mean, the conspiracy theorist in me thinks that mm -hmm. maybe Lisa tried to generate press through him, but I, even I don't believe that, right? Mm. There's no way it's Kathy. If it's anyone, it's Lisa. I still don't think it's Lisa. I think he's crazy, he, and you he can't find minutes. like he doesn't seem to have much of a digital footprint, and his oh. stories keep changing. Like you can't find things on him for the people right. who've looked into it. It's extremely weird. Um, it's so weird. It's so weird. It's so was he trying of, to like catfish her or something? Like, I, I think don't it's get like it. an example of a fan gone crazy and like right. yeah. inserting themselves into a narrative. And I don't know. It's wow, very misery, is isn't nuts. it? Yes, I know. it is very misery. I know. Um, Blake Adam uh, from the podcast Blonde Hair, Black Heart had him on before all of it came out that it was fake. And he yeah. was so upset. He's like, you lied to me, you oh, know? Of course. Yeah, of but course. I'm also like, I'd be like, don't have him on. <laughs> He's clearly yeah, like, how funny off. With But totally definitely an interesting, you know, yeah. interview. But it was all fake. <laughs> Crazy. 
So the I, guy came I up with a lie. I firmly believe, and I have no mental health background, okay? So I'm going to preface it with this. But I firmly <laughs> believe that, like, you know, at least in the U.S., we have a thing called, like, the DSM, the Diagnostic Statistics, DSM, whatever. Yeah, DSM-5 DSM or, or whatever. DSM-5 at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like Isn't that DS- what we call Delaware and... The diagnostic statistic manual—it's like how you diagnose someone with a mental disorder, right? I use that everywhere. Like like I have anxiety. It's like I meet certain criteria for like generalized anxiety disorder. Um, I firmly believe that there needs to be like for the DSM six an entire new group of mental disorders, like solely related to social media. Because mm-hmm. you're probably not wrong. Behave in a way that is so unusual and unhealthy. Yeah, and this is like such a good example of it. Or yeah. people who like tweet really inflammatory things and then mm-hmm. fight back with people who hit back with inflammatory things back at yeah. them. It's like, why are you doing this? I don't know. Maybe you're right. Maybe they want this concept of going viral for something. I don't get it. I mean, the only person that I've ever seen that's good at that is Ricky Gervais. His clapbacks are hilarious. But, yeah, I don't get it. I don't ever have a desire to tweet someone, you know, you're an asshole or whatever. I'm I'm happy to talk about it on a podcast. I'm happy to talk about it with my friends all day. But I don't give a shit to fucking engage with that person. Like, you do you. I, don't know, I think what yeah. we need yeah. is we need like a Housewives and the Hustler type documentary about Patrick <laughs> Summers. Yes. Maybe. Yes. I would watch Get that. To the bottom of it. It's, yeah. it's people Good can't call. find stuff on him. Like truly. And then people like found his. Yeah. Anyways. Okay. So explain to me this. What do you think? So we were talking last week on Beverly Hills about Crystal and the comment, right? Mm-hmm. And. I did see she was on Watch What Happens Live and she was saying, no, that wasn't the thing that was dark. There was a whole other story. I think that's bullshit. I don't know uh, because she hasn't said it. And so <sighs> it's hard to, to the, you, I can't say like, I think this happened or I don't because we don't know what it was. I used to ride with Crystal. Now I'm not so sure. It's like, that just sounds like a like a fake out. You know what I mean? I don't know. I'm not happy I like about her. It. I think she's making some really good points. When she was defending herself against Garcelle, saying the whole thing was a setup, mm. that's mm. where I think she went left. I think she could have defended herself without bringing up anything that Sutton said that wasn't on camera from last season. Agreed. Because Agreed. what Sutton said was bad enough. Mm-hmm. Like, or, or warranted enough of an intervention from sure. a person of color right yeah of course and yeah. so she was warranted in saying are you that girl you don't see absolutely. color absolutely and many people in this country are raised to not see color and they think that is the goal and all but of a I sudden don't get how you, like your eyes shut how do you i think so there's i talked to my stepmom about this and she was like we were taught to like not see differences in people and that the goal was everyone living in harmony. And when you focus on someone's difference, then you don't, you're not treating them the same and everyone should be treated the same. Right. And so this is sort Mm -hmm. of this like 
you know, so it's a generational thing. sort of like it's a generational right. thing. And it's also okay. a thing uh, that a lot of white people are taught in certain parts of the country as like, right. this is the ideal. This is Martin Luther King's dream. The idea is, is that we're all exactly don't the see same. color. That's that's how they interpret it. Right. And then okay. people of color are now saying, but then you don't see me. You're not no acknowledging. Shit. Right. But yeah, you know, I think. There's a lot of well-meaning people who are like, oh, I didn't know that. (laughs) And that's okay to not know stuff. And I think that's Sutton. Yeah, agreed. I I like Sutton. I don't know, again, if it's the accent because I could hear her read the phone book to me. I mean, I don't even know if there is a phone book anymore, but she could read it if there is. I love hearing her speak. She's so cute to me. I don't know. She seems so sweet and, yeah, maybe a little lacking in, like, social education in that way. But I don't She doesn't even know how to put a dress on backwards to frontwards. I know. I know. (laughs) Don't expect that. I I don't see her as the kind of person that isn't willing to learn. I don't see her as the kind of person that won't show grace if she's wrong. I don't know. I like her. I I like her too. I also like Crystal and I think that they like each other. I just think we're Mm -hmm. witnessing tension that will later resolve. That Kyle is bringing up every five minutes. It's all Kyle's fault. I think (laughs) that these women on the Real Houses of Beverly Hills should never be able to use the term gaslighting again because all of them are using it incorrectly. The only time it's been used correctly on Bravo is when discussing Ralph. Exactly. Every other instance is not an accurate depiction of what gaslighting is. And things can be bad and not be gaslighting. You can be manipulative and not gaslight. Why does everyone have to use that term all the time? I fucking Mm -hmm. hate Ralph. (laughs) I hate Ralph. Ralph needs to get off my mother talking TV. If I want to punch my TV and break it because of someone, they need to get off. Well, that's probably, Nathan, how you feel about Kyle. I couldn't get over the tension between her and Crystal at that lunch. It was like a staring contest of of power dynamics. And Crystal was challenging the queen. Mm. Yeah, Kyle thinks she's a producer. And she's like, I'm setting up a scene and I want you to play it how I want to play it. Same thing with Sutton and the gun to the head. She set up that scene with Crystal expecting it to go another way and crystal wasn't playing and it was so good and that's why i think crystal is a good housewife and that she doesn't do what the other housewives expect her to do and Mm. then we watch their reaction and they're all kind of losing their mind like how you dare Mm -hmm. you use this word or how dare Mm. you feel this way because she doesn't react how they think she should and i find it really interesting to watch well, it's nice it to have someone who actually, I don't know if you want to, she's throwing the word education around, Crystal is, but she is eloquent. She can form a thought and then express it well. And she can hold her own in an argument there, you know, because of that. And I think that that is not necessarily usual on a housewife show, which is why I found her thrilling to watch. Cause I'm like, you can hold your own. But the fact that, yeah, she's starting to, like, throw around, like, yes, that's a big word. It's like, you know what? No one needs that. Right. No one needs to be shamed because, you know, they they don't know that many four-syllable words. The like, Rorschach thing. And she didn't yeah. even say Rorschach blot test. She no, said she Rorschach. Didn't. And yeah. mm-hmm. not everyone. And then Garcelle, like, you're also talking to people whose, like, first language wasn't even English. 
Exactly. You know, in Diana's first language wasn't English. And so you've got multiple mm-hmm. people around that table. Like, I, I don't know, just to make that assumption or like, I know I'm using big words, but I get she felt backed into a corner and that was her, yes. like, her defense mechanism is yeah. to talk down to people. But if you're going to say that, you know, you are, you know, you're more educated than someone to then turn around and then kind of, you know, go at someone with low hanging fruit. It's, it's counterintuitive. That's what makes me kind of go, you know what, if you're going to act like you're above people, then fucking act like it. You know what I'm saying? That just kind of turned me off. Yeah. Yeah. Like I want to stand her because I'm, I'm, I'm happy that Crystal's standing up for herself. I've learned from Crystal because I was agreeing with the women the last season, but when she said, don't police my feelings, I'm that's 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 been resonating with me since I saw it on the episode. And I've said it a million times, I do use things, I do learn things from housewives and I take mm-hmm. it into my therapy and people can laugh at that all they want. No. Shit like that. When she said, don't police my feelings, I'm like, oh my God, I let people do that to me. And I yeah. probably do it to others. So, you know, total Brene Brown moments for me. And I want to love her for it. And I don't want, you know what I mean? It's like when you're on someone's side, you just don't want to get disappointed. You can't get too invested in any of them. It's hard. Really? Like I, I can't. <laughs> I find, you know, because you do get disappointed, you have to love yeah. them for what they are, but also yep. know that they're problems, right? Like yep. my favorite housewife of all time is Karen Huger. Is she perfect? Right. No. Will she probably disappoint me in something she says at some point? Sure. But I still find her endlessly entertaining. I do think she comes from a place of good. Mm. And that... To me, at the end of the day, that's what matters. And I think, I do think Crystal comes from a place of good. Now, I was interested to hear that Sutton and Lisa Rinna both had heard that Crystal likes to kind of climb her way to the top in social circles. Um, Uh, I think that could, yeah, I could see that, right? But also everyone perceives everyone else is doing that in Beverly Hills. It's yeah, Beverly Hills, true. babe. I that's mean, as Nathan says, she's got the Lion King money. What the fuck does she need you guys for? <laughs> like, okay. Speaking of having like money, can we talk yeah. about Diana Jenkins? Yes, uh-huh. Queen. I love her. Oh I my god, her. I do too. And I want her to love me. Yes, I'm that girl with her. I think she's so interesting. So, I know that you're Croatian, yeah. and she is from. Uh, is it Bosnia? So yeah, so basically... It was all okay. kind of similar yeah. states so at the time. I'm like, one of my parents is, like, from was born in Croatia and one was born in Bosnia. Basically, to, if you say you're Croatian and you live in Bosnia, it suggests that you grew up Catholic and not Muslim. Or, oh. Yeah, so it's a whole thing. But I know it's weird. So my mother is from Bosnia, but I say I'm... I still say I'm Croatian. It suggests that I'm not, you know... Um, from one of the other ethnic groups within the country. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. So she, you're ac- ethnically Croatian, but she was in Bosnia. Yeah, so same thing. And is Diana same the same? Is the Diana same thing. ethnically Correct. Croatian, but from Bosnia? I think so, yeah. I mean, okay. don't get me wrong. If you're Croatian from Croatia, it's the same thing. And I don't necessarily think that that's how they perceive it, but I think expats, that's how they describe it. And my family are expats, so that's how they described it. Got it. 
Are yes. you guys invested in her story and her life and her wealth or yes. are you bored? Okay. I'm so I'm interested, interested in the hot husband. I'm less interested in the sending people ahead to motels, to hotels to rearrange the furniture. Yeah, we saw it once. I don't think we need to see it twice, right? Agreed. Agreed. That's sort of how I felt like we got a whole other layer from her finding out that. So her daughter, Ellie, that's only like one, one and a half. She got Mm -hmm. pregnant again five months after Ellie was born, which is a really quick turnaround to get pregnant again. doesn't make sense to me. This doesn't make sense because I was asking Nathan in the last episode. She said when she was talking about it to Kyle, she was like, I was, was it to Kyle? I think mm-hmm. it was to Kyle. She said, you know, it's not normal or something like that when you're 12, 14 weeks to have a miscarriage. So I'm like trying to do the maths. I'm like, if she was 12, 14 weeks pregnant and her daughter's five months old, then she got pregnant when her kid was two months old. Don't you normally have your oh, period no, for like a I month? Think- I think she got pregnant when it was oh, five months. But she, I also, okay, she's sense. dealing with these embryo situations. So exactly. it may have been done through IVF. Now, I, I don't assumed. know what a reproductive endocrinologist would recommend in terms of spacing births. But yeah, exactly. if you have that much money, yeah. like, you kind of... You'll find someone to do what you want. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. But, I mean, five months. And, and that's the thing. Like, you go on and do IVF. It just this just storyline isn't gelling with me in terms of the timing. I I it didn't make sense. I have yeah, questions. I guess like uh-huh. five months passed and she maybe got decided to have another one. The embryo implanted and then yeah. twelve to fourteen weeks later, yeah, she miscarried. Which usually right. you would miscarry before Earlier. that time. That's tr- okay. Now that's making the math making more what sense. What I now. took from what she was well, it saying. makes more sense. So you're um, right. But what I <laughs> didn't understand was her like saying like she like started bleeding and all that like she was at the doctor like was it Mm. did she have to get like admitted what was you know I don't really know that that whole situation yeah that was strong but it is really dangerous to have a baby die and it not pass of course like really really she could have died yes yeah yeah that I got what I want to know is like when she's going on about like the shoppers, like, you know, the stores coming to her and all that shit, which we have seen that with Sutton before, but just not as full on maybe. Why are we not seeing her closet? It's like what episode yeah, number are we, we in? Where is Diana's much- closet? Yeah. I uh, want to see it he- too. I want to see it too because she she be bragging every time they're sitting down, which I'm fine with. But I want to see the shit. If you're going to be bragging, I want to see it. Yeah. Otherwise, I'm, sh- I'm why sure we'll we'll get a chance to to see that closet. But I I find her really entertaining. I'm very frustrated, and probably going to go into this more in another episode. Um, planning to do an episode on like blind culture, like the blinds that people put out on like Dumois and stuff and just how people can write anything and then others will take it as like, well, the streets are saying and people keep saying, oh, she's involved in sex trafficking. She has links to Jeffrey Epstein. She was in Madame. Diana. There is a lot of stuff out there and I I think it is so nasty to be able to say things like that about people without any proof. 
other right. than so oh she's linked to this person and that when you're wealthy you're linked to fucking everyone so obviously there's a photo of her at some gala yeah there's also a someone. photo of carol radswell with Jocelyn Maxwell. Exactly. Does that mean that Carol knew what was going on? No. No, it, they were no. photographed together. Yeah. Exactly. And obviously people of a of a certain level of wealth go to the same parties, just like anywhere. I mean, yeah. No, I'm with you. I yeah. think that's I think her ex husband maybe is involved in some shady stuff. But Well of course he is. He's uber wealthy. What uber right. wealthy person exactly. isn't into shady shit? Like that's exactly. a given. Yeah, I want to know more of that story. I want to know more of how Her much ex. money was there, how much she got. She got two hundred and thirty million. Like. See, I love her for that. It I was in the first episode, that. I think. Oh, that's right. We wrote it down. That's right. I forgot the number. And I want to <laughs> see more of that. That's what I want to. I want to see her spending her two hundred and thirty million dollars. That's what I want to see. Oh, man. Um, Okay, some couple final questions on Beverly Hills. So um, do you, with the whole, like, Sutton versus Crystal, do you think that Crystal is trying to assassinate Sutton's character? I think it's the opposite. I think she's actually trying to be a good friend by downplaying it, and she made a mistake with the word dark, and she's been forced into a corner, but she actually likes Sutton and doesn't want to throw her under the bus. By saying yeah. what she actually said that was problematic. Yeah. yeah. And I think yeah. she wants it to be let go, but the, the other ladies are not letting that go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, agreed. I, I wouldn't disagree with that because otherwise when you're in a room with like five, six women and they're all going, say it, say it, say it, and she's still holding her tongue and copping shit for it, yeah, I'd, I'd agree with that. I, I think I do too. I wish she hadn't brought it up because don't bring it up unless you're going to say it. Yeah. Just mm-hmm. because this is television, this isn't just, you know, a bunch yeah. of friends hanging out. Exactly. But the fact that she still hasn't said it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Especially when she said on Watch What Happens Live. Was it Watch What Happens Live? Mm-hmm. When she said, She's yeah, like, it's, it's, it's something, it's something else. else. And we've spoken and we've spoken about it at length, which is why I was wondering why Sutton was acting all clueless about it on the show. Well, I think she chose a different story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Okay. See, that's what I'm, I'm that's what's not making sense to me because then why isn't Sutton also shutting the fuck up with her? Why is she going, you know, yes you did. Yes you did basically to insinuate she was racist. Well, I, well she tried. She, she yeah. tried to get, brush it yeah. off. Yeah. I think she tried true. to she brush it try. off like eight times before finally yeah. on time nine she was like god damn it shut up yeah, about exactly. This. <laughs> yeah exactly that's true that's and true. it doesn't that's help true. when eric is like yeah oh. yeah this is just what she does yeah and, and while she's stirring the drink in the corner with like miss no friends erica is making every single situation about her well last year oh. when you were trying to assassinate my character Honestly. i mean what do you guys make of the whole erica jane tom girardi debacle she gives me she <laughs> mother tucking guilt i you know when you meet someone and you, and you meet their partner and you you go how are these two together mm-hmm and because I've heard, like, previous to this, I'd heard all of the stories that Tom Girardi was a real hard ass and all that shit. And I'd be like, I didn't get how they were together. Now I get it. She a bitch. Oh, she, yes. She's a she's mean a, person. Correct. Correct. Who, who makes I other am, people feel bad. Like, 
she mm-hmm. says Ugh. things that are really, really mean to hurt people because oh, I yeah. think she is a hurt person. Agreed. But I just I can't stand her. I cannot. Like, I'm we're now finding out that Tom's ex-wife has her uh, spousal support was ten thousand dollars a month since nineteen eighty nine. She never went to increase it. It was it's ten thousand then, ten thousand now. Clearly, between then and now, ten thousand dollars is is worth a lot less, right? From nineteen eighty nine, she has been in the courts since twenty twenty, asking for a judgment to force him to pay it because he hasn't been paying it since twenty twenty. Meanwhile, since then, Eric has been getting her $120,000 a month from him. Oh, whose doggie is that? Uh, that's my dog, Stassi. Yay! Stassi? <laughs> the dog's name is Stassi? Yes. Stassi Schroeder? Oh, yes. Vanderpump? Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, we can stop talking about Erica Jane. I want to talk about Stassi. Do tell about your dog. We're, we're doggy obsessed. Uh, I should ever come. She's probably hearing something in the hallway. I actually have a very funny story about her this week. Um, oh, really? That I was going to tell? tell earlier in the pod when I first started recording, but I will, I'll tell it now. Yes, so <laughs> Stassi, my dog, um, is really friendly and wags her tail all the time. And is just like a really happy dog. Um, mm-hmm. And, on Monday, she, mm-hmm. out of nowhere in the evening, got scared. And mm-hmm. she acted scared for the first time. And I've never seen her act truly scared before. Her tail was in between her legs. She's, like, afraid to go towards the front door. I live in an apartment building. And she's afraid of the hallway. Oh, and she's not making eye contact. Oh. Okay. So mm-hmm. I'm like, well, we have to go out because I have to take you out to go to the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. So, yes, like, she's a mess, right? We finally, oh. once we're outside, she's normal, right? But when we go back in, she's she's a mess. The next morning, it was hard for her. She would, like, had trouble falling asleep. She was, like, kept sniffing the air and, like, looking oh around God. and sniffing and, and just very agitated. And in yeah. the morning, she wouldn't eat breakfast because where she eats isn't close to the front door. And she wanted to right. hide as far away from that as possible right so i'm like what the hell is going on so i got help from some uh neighbors (laughs) who had noticed uh that she was being weird in the hallway and we all like let her roam in the hallway without a leash and we're cheering her on redecorate the hallway or something we tried to to get her to Oh, and I left out a part. When I took her out that first night, I had to stop at the trash chute to put some trash down, and she stopped and would not go <gasps> anywhere near the trash chute. That's okay, so, creepy. so I was creeped out. Who the fuck's dead in the trash chute? <sighs> I was. Um, that's what I'm thinking, right? <laughs> yeah. So yeah. It, that's not where this is going, but okay, good. <laughs> um, so we let her roam the hallway. One of my neighbors was like, "Let her go and and confront the smell." Because we mm. think she's afraid of a smell on her own terms. Because sure. I even called the vet and was like, "Yeah, is something wrong? Like my dog's like, entire personality changed overnight. And they're like, it's probably behavioral. Like keep an eye on it, whatever. So we let her confront and she was like freaked out again about the trash room and then ended up going next to the trash room and there was a, a mat and she peed on it. And I have right. 
to mark her territory. And I haven't seen right. her mark her territory since she was a puppy. So sure. it was sort of her, I am the captain now moment. Right. Okay. <laughs> okay. Cool. So she's then like overcoming her the shit. Next I love it. day, because she was still acting a little bit weird. Like I was feeding her in the living room, like far away from the, the front of the, from the door. Her friends come and uh, the other doggies and yeah. they prove to her that the hallway is okay and all of the right. stuff. So on Friday, I take her into the vet because she has to get a vaccine. And <laughs> the vet tells me, me and the technician have been talking and we think there are only two possible explanations. One mm-hmm. is rats and the other <gasps> oh, God. oh God, spirits. <laughs> what? As Oprah would say, what? And I was like, those were my two things too. Like, <laughs> like what if it's a dead rat that's come back as a ghost? Ghost rats. Um, ghost rats. Fuck, I mean, ghost this rats. was such a crazy situation. I and Stasi's killed a rat before too. Right. So I'm like, okay. uh, and it's come back to haunt her. Of, of it's come back rats. to haunt her. Nathan Poirot's on the case. Oh man! But the idea that my oh, vet thing. was like spirits it could be spirits <laughs> I, like, I love that from a medical professional i get i get like, where you're coming listen, from listen i take it's care of dogs all the time and i'm telling you that they can sense things that we cannot so then i was like oh my god what if it's my mom my mom passed like what Aww. if my mom but then my stepmom told me that my mom would wouldn't be, sc- be scary no, that's it. She no, wouldn't she wouldn't be scary. Mom. No, but then I'm like, oh my god! There was like the January sixth hearing was this week. Like, what if it's like the <sighs> dead insurrectionist? <laughs> <laughs> did the insurrectionist die? Yeah, if you did. Yeah. Sorry, I shouldn't laugh. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. That's still. Fu- I get your point. That was funny. Um, yeah. But it was like all happening around that time. Like there's just so wow. much crazy stuff. And then you know wow. Yeah. But anyways, so we joke that there is a ghost <laughs> in the hallway. Wow. I still we think, think Giselle redecorated. And now it's got bad juju. Yeah. yeah. Is there is yeah. there some like random purple and pink somewhere? That's probably what it is. No, nothing has changed and none of the other dogs are acting weird and none of them like smell what she's smelling. Michael Darby sub- didn't move into your building. <laughs> oh my god, if he did, I would, would stalk it. I would stalk that man. Oh, no, I don't I, think my building's fancy enough for him. See, okay. as much as I would never want to like we talk about not wanting to like go in people's like DMs or on their Twitter and be rude. If Michael Darby lived in my building, I would slide some asshole messages under his door for sure. <laughs> or some for asshole sh- pics. Some asshole pigs. Yes. See how he reacts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, God. Oh, man. I actually did used to live next to a famous person. Ooh, uh, tell. Well, D- DC famous, which is okay. different. So at my old apartment. Joe Biden. Um, <laughs> I mean, not too far off. David Axelrod was my neighbor oh, who ran really? the Obama campaign. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey. Oh, my God. Yeah. And so it was during the 2008 campaign and 2009, wow. 2010 that he was my next door neighbor when he was in D.C. And he when he was, was he ever home? Yeah, sometimes. And um, okay. he would he would take out his recycling and he read like every newspaper and he even had right. things like highlighted and underlined. And I like wanted wow. to steal it and be like, this is what he's thinking about. But yeah, yeah. I didn't want to be creepy. No, <laughs> he, he was like it. him and his wife were like very, very lovely. Okay. Fair enough. Oh, wow. That is famous. But okay. I oh, was... did you ever go to the Darby's restaurant? 
I did. And was it as terrible as it sounded? It wasn't amazing. They did have this cool coffee drink that had ice cream in it, and that was awesome. But the food I didn't like. An iced coffee? Um, But it had ice cream. Yeah, that that happens here. Oh, I'd never seen that. And I was like, this is delicious. Yeah, I can't. To me, coffee's just black coffee. So when people put like milk and ice cream and chocolate and shit i'm like just have a milo i love it oh my god i love that i love like coffee flavored ice cream so this Uh was amazing and i do have affogato so who am i to be fucking judgy i could love a good affogato oh yeah (laughs) but the restaurant wasn't anything special and there's so much competition for restaurants that it It didn't look good and it's it was in such a good location Right. In Northern Virginia, that it's like so, this must cost a lot to this real estate. You better sure. have like a really good product that you're putting out. Really you good know? blooming sure. onion. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh just... my gosh. Um, well, I've kept you guys for a while. <laughs> I, yeah, not gonna I, lie, it's time for brunch now. <laughs> yeah, it's time for brunch on your end, and yep. time for a nightcap on mine. But tell everyone Woo-hoo! where they can find you on social media, where they can listen to your podcast, plug any sure. and all things. So our podcast is Bravo, Bravo, Effing Bravo. We're currently covering Beverly Hills and Below Deck Down Under, and so new episodes are released every week. And our socials are at effing bravo on Instagram and Twitter. So check us out. And that's spelled are you watching F F I N G. Correct. That's right. Yeah. Thank you. Are you watching <laughs> yes. Below Deck Down Under, Mandy? I am not, but I know I need to. It's one of you so should. that and Candy and the Gang are on my like when I get COVID. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We've all got that list. We all oh have that God. list. And yeah. um I feel like Candy a sitting and the duck gang wasn't at that this great. Point, Candy Which and the one? Gang, I, Candy and the Gang, I watched three episodes and I got bored. It's a bit of a snoozle. I bet I'll it's, like it. I bet I will. Yeah. I loved it, Vanderpump Rules and like the restaurant culture thing. Me too. I, I, wa- I still watch Vanderpump Rules. I know most people gave up years I mean, ago. I, I named my fucking dog it. Stassi, so. <laughs> I'm, I'm, in, I'm into yeah. it. I'm into it. And this, it's not Vanderpump Rulesy. It's It's uh, different. Yeah, it, it they're trying to be housewivesy. Oh, yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like I'm bitching. It, it's it. They're not really well. They're co. I don't. I get the impression that they're co-workers. That they're not really good friends. Okay, then I so, wouldn't be as into it as. Yeah, I mean, definitely give it a go. And um, if you get past the third episode and it gets better, let me know. But, no, yeah. I, below Deck Sailing or Below Deck oh. Down Under is supposed to be incredible. I know it's on Peacock. I have Peacock. I pay for it. Yeah. Like, I will watch it. It's just a matter of time. Yeah. It's not as good as the other Below Decks, but. I've heard it's better. Really? Wow. Yeah, from some people. Some people really like it. I mean, I like it, but I I think there'll be a. I'm hoping there'll be a bit of a cast shakeup between season one and two because I don't think they've got that all fully worked out yet. That was my problem with Bullet Ducks is there was always a shakeup, so it was always mm-hmm. like an all new cast, and yeah, I get invested in people, and so it's like you can't change too many, yeah, or yeah. then I have to then it's like watching an all new show. Yeah, that's true. Sailing yachts been pretty consistent ish for the last couple of years, so I really I'm really enjoying that. Yeah. That one is like, oh my god, it's like just so small where they sleep. It's I like it so Yeah. 
I get so claustrophobic watching sometimes. Yes. Oh, me too. I don't know. I'm too old to sleep that close to people that I'm not, you know, fucking. Sorry. I didn't know what other word to use. Well, lucky for but, Gary, he is pretty much. He's fucking everyone on that boat. Well, maybe that's why. I mean, those men, could you imagine the smell of that man's oh, cabin? Oh, oh that would. I wouldn't need a tequila shot to make me vomit. I'd just walk into that room. Like I can just, I can feel myself heaving when I see the the tight quarters and I'm like, oh, the sweat. Ugh. Oh my Sorry. gosh. Well, on that note, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> this oh. has honestly been so much fun. You guys are welcome back anytime. Hey. I'm so glad Thanks, we me. found a way to make this work. And everyone listening, Go check out Bravo, Bravo, Effing Bravo, wherever you listen to podcasts. You'll have to come on to our show too, Mandy. Yes. Well, let's make it happen. Okay. We'll, we'll organize. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs>